Episode 5 of the Buzz podcast is proudly brought to you by our sponsors, Jack's Poker, Australia's number one online supplier of the highest quality poker merchandise and products. You can visit their website at www.jackspoker.com.au and don't forget to mention discount code POKERBUZZ10. That is POKERBUZZ with the number 10 for 10% off your total order. So with all that's been happening in the poker world, re-COVID-19, I've personally been following the updates around the world and especially about the city that never sleeps, my beloved Vegas. But in doing so, I came across a vlogger who not only has a passion for poker, but is hands-on in the industry from the other side of the table. A very warm welcome to Ronald Baltazar, known as YouTube vlogger Ronnie Bizzle. Hey Ronnie, welcome to Buzz. Hello Sola, thanks for having me. No, my pleasure. So Ronnie, I thought it would be great to have you on the show because you are actually living in Vegas, breathing Vegas in this catastrophe at the moment would be probably the word for it. So I thought none other, I've been watching you, enjoying your vlogs. Um, So I thought it would be great to have you on the show. Um, But to start with, just a little bit of a rundown of Ronnie Bizzle, just for the audience to get to know you a little bit about your background. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I really, really appreciate it. I was in the military uh, for about 11 years. And during the time, I picked up a love for poker. Played a lot when I was in the military, just playing regular home games. And then uh, when I lived in uh, New Mexico, I was actually playing poker. And then I discovered, you know, Texas Hold'em. And I got hooked. Uh, literally, after I played my first couple of sessions, I bought a book. I got consumed by it. My, I got transferred to Las Vegas, Nevada, the Air Force Base called Nellis Air Force Base. I was nearing the end of my enlistment. And I was been playing a lot of poker during that time. You know, whenever I get off work, I would go down to the Mirage, uh, go play the 10-20 limit games, which is very popular back in the early 2000s. Played a lot of tournaments. I decided I was doing very, very well playing poker. So I decided to, I was gonna try my hand at trying to play poker professionally. So what happened was um, at the end of my enlistment, I um, told my wife, my girlfriend at the time, I'm gonna try this for a couple months. So I got in the military, played uh, some poker. I did very well. This is back when in the States, we were able to play on Paradise, Poker Stars, uh, Party Poker. And so I played, and I did very, very well. But then we had a kid, my wife and I had a kid, and then we had bills, so I decided I need to look for a job, need more stable income. So I tried looking for a job in my, the job I was doing in the military, which was IT. Um, I had a hard time getting a job that fits my criteria. And then one day out of the blue, my wife said, why don't you try being a poker dealer? And I was like, I never, never, never really thought about that. One day when I was playing, I actually, Instead of playing to contract to win money, I was actually watching the dealer, like what he was doing and trying to pick up the certain things they were doing. And I noticed like, wait a minute now, every hand, somebody's throwing this guy a dollar. I'm like, they must be making pretty good money here. Like, okay. So I talked to my wife, goes, okay, I'll give it a shot. And uh, wife, I had some poker friends and she um, got me turned on to this uh, dealing school. I went to dealing school after, and after uh, five weeks, I auditioned. And the very, very first place that I auditioned at, I actually passed. And I got the job. 
and that was 2005, May 5th, 2005. And since then, I've been at the same job, dealing poker for that uh, poker room till obviously the uh, pandemic. So I've been dealing uh, poker for, what is that, uh, 15 years now? 15 years. The That's same poker excellent. room. I'm very lucky. Very, very lucky. Wow, same poker room. You must have seen a lot there, Ronnie. <laughs> I've seen plenty. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you so many stories that were just out of my mind. <laughs> I mean, I sit there in a poker room and we come for a few hours, you know, over a couple of weeks, you know, every day, and you, your eyes are just like, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> let alone 15 years of it. <laughs> I've been dealing, like I said, I've been dealing poker for 15 years. I get, Every day I can tell you a story about what happened that day. It's slow, if it's fat, if it's uh, busy, if I'm doing one table, there's always one unique story out of every poker dealing session that I can tell you. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. And the bad beats, I bet you you've heard. Oh, yeah, like... I've heard plenty of bad beats. <laughs> I, 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 whenever, whenever somebody comes up to me and tells me, well, I had Ace King, I, I, I immediately tune them out. It's like every bad beat story starts with Ace King. It starts with pocket jacks. So jacks. Like, okay, I, I, don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. True. Don't worry. It's the same here in Oz. <laughs> same stories. <laughs> they never fail. <laughs> never. So, Ronnie, just to ask, with just prior to COVID coming in, obviously there was a bit of warning that was happening with the pandemic across the other side of the world, etc. So what was that atmosphere and feeling like within the casino where you are at in your poker room of the uncertainty, um, the shock, the fear of the unknown? It would have been a disbelief too of even the thought of all the casinos um, having to shut down for a period of time. Like what was that like? Well, honestly, um for myself and I know the people that I work with, we didn't really notice the severity of what was happening with this coronavirus until around, I would say maybe February, because you know, in our book room there's TV, so and sometimes we'll have the news on. And every day we would see updates about the coronavirus. This many people have got has gotten it, it's spreading across China, then it went to Italy. And then the next day we know went to like uh, the states like Washington and California, but it, it never really like I didn't really feel um, the effects of it until um, the customers start talking about it. A lot of them were distracted because they kept looking up at the TV and say this this quarter virus is kind of a serious thing. At the time, I didn't like we didn't really know about it. We just thought it was like a cold. It was like because I know COVID nineteen is like a like a cold strand or something. So I thought it was just a cold. So I thought it was just like, as long as people, you know, stay in their, like, cover their mouths or don't sneeze or whatever on other people, I thought, it'd be, I thought we'd be fine. Yeah. But then come around March, um, they were talking about, uh, I know I heard like one of the states, Washington, I think California, I know, and of course, like Italy and China were, were in a, um, a lockdown. So then we started getting memos from um my work saying that this is a kind of a serious issue and then still I mean, we're still we're still we're still busy we're still dealing customers still coming in but then talk of the coronavirus just kind of consumed the tables and then once again we were we were still working we're still trying to make money we're still trying to keep our our poker running and just it never really affected until the day that we were 
like it's furloughed. It's like you were let go of your job. Then, then it kind of hit us. The, well, the place that I work at, uh, they gather all the poker dealers at around at uh, March. I think it was March fifteenth, and told us that uh, this we were, we were they're closing down the um, the poker rooms. You know, the poker room uh, where I work at, and then that's when it really hit me pretty hard. Um, and then like uh, back at, back up there, like the day before, they had they had, they had shut down all the sport events, the NBA, the NHL. You know, hockey, basketball, and baseball were all shut down. And literally, like, the next day, we were told we wouldn't be working anymore. And then I was, like, furloughed. I was furloughed. I was uh, not working. Pretty much like we had a slow process here, too. But then when it shut, it would just, like, completely shut down just like that. So you've been in quarantine now since pretty much mid-March, so a good nearly yes. eight weeks. Yes, about two months. Yeah, about eight weeks. Uh, March seventh, March 16th, we got the... Uh, Told we were furloughed, and so yeah, but yeah, about eight weeks too much. Ronnie, in your experience um, with the industry, what do you see like with Vegas? Um, word on the street, so to speak, with your work, etc. Like the future of poker, because we've seen, you know, because I've been following around too, and they've been talking now of reopening casinos on a gradual basis, but you know, starting them with four-handed poker. Like yeah, when I first heard of four-handed <laughs> poker, I was like, yeah, we're not on yeah. a dining table at home playing right. with the kids, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's just, it's really hard to fathom how, A, will that work? B, will people take to that? Like will players accept that, so to speak, to play? Or is it more beneficial for the poker rooms to stay closed that little bit longer until they get more, you know, news on this COVID nineteen of of the how to stop it, so to speak. Well, I'm an optimistic person by nature. I always think that we're all going to be um, back. I thought we'd be back to work in like a month or two months, but as this is um, dragged on, the prospects of us having a poker the way it used to be back, you know, when it was thriving when it was just normal. It's uh, going to be few and far between because, you know, they're talking about, you know, doing four-handed poker. Well, I don't know what is in Australia, but in the States, if it's seven-handed, people are already complaining about <laughs> about the rake or whatever, combining tables. So trying to get people to play four-handed is going to be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. But the optimistic part is, you know, people will, if they really want to play poker, they will adjust to the the new norm if they really really want to play but the other side of me is thinking that you know it's probably not good to happen um as far as like the normal nine-handed uh poker rooms because like i said earlier you know people are afraid to travel now so because the 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 base of our poker room of our customers is tourists it's going to be hard to get them to play to come fly over to vegas and risk their lives or whatever, and there's no safety, and now they're playing four-handed. So it's really, really going to be tough. Um, my feeling as someone who's been in the industry this long is I think it's going to be a while before we're back to nine-handed poker because of that. I just uh, I just, I just, just feel that, you know, it's good. Right now, people are, are, are just are afraid to, like, shake somebody's hand or go into a room where there's more than two people. I can't imagine them coming to a casino 
where it's notoriously, you know, let's let's bump face it, it bump germs everywhere. Yeah, dump <laughs> germs everywhere. People, people everywhere. And Vegas is like a real hot spot for like yeah. um, parties. So that, and combined with the fact that poker is not really a a money making um, entity for the casino, it's going to be hard to justify them um, opening a poker room four handed, thinking it's going to be uh, profitable, worth it. So. Like I said, I'm optimistic that it could happen, but it's gonna it's gonna be real, uh, a while. Like I know they're talking about the World Series of Poker moving it to November. I just don't see it happening. I really, unless they come with some miracle drug and some miracle vaccine, November is really early, you know, to win the World Series of Poker because the fact that nobody's gonna be here from the other countries because you know World Series of Poker brings everybody from the world that loves yeah, poker from around the world. One. World and I mean I'm not sure if they're gonna lift the bans for travel. Even if people wanted to come here, you know, people are like countries that are banned from coming over here. So I don't know. I'm thinking 2020 might be a wash for poker. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing. Well, I feel the same. Um, like personal opinion, obviously. Um, even here in Australia, we've just had some restrictions which will be wavered with groups of ten. But no pubs and clubs are to be opened. No casinos are yet to be opened. None of that as yet. And with the World Series of Poker, I agree. I They said about the fall when I read about it and I thought, oh, how do you do September to November with WSOP? Like you said, you know, attracting these people and international players obviously all over the world, the pro players yeah. um, that do travel the circuit, obviously that's their life, that's their living. And, yes, some of those countries have still got their restrictions where they won't be able to travel for another six months at least. It's still all up in the air, really. I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is my personal opinion. And, you know, I, I first think they're probably going to cancel the World Series and just, like, try again next year kind of a deal. So, because just, there's no way you can, like, really justify bringing thousands and thousands of people without the proper protection and the um, the social distancing, which is not – evident when you play poker but uh just or in vegas <laughs> or in vegas yes <laughs> i don't i don't think i've ever seen a social distancing reel happen in vegas ever <laughs> no 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 never <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the hygiene and that that was my next thing to ask you was so have you heard anything regarding the casinos i know i've read a few they have to actually apply now to the nevada board um, with a plan of rules, regulations um, of how they're going to um, control the hygiene of people coming into the casinos. So I heard that, you know, they'll be wiping the chairs, etc. where as soon as someone gets up from a table, I mean, mm -hmm. that's going to be a job in itself, Ronnie. Like Vegas, there's so many casinos, like. And getting yeah. up from a chair and having that wiped as soon as someone leaves. And then the dealers themselves, I heard, will have to, on a half alley or alley basis, have to be wiping down the button, the green or red button, et cetera. Yep, so absolutely. have yep. you, yeah, is that correct? Yes, that is correct, which is another reason why they're probably not open for, just it just seems like there's too much, there's too much restrictions going on that we have to do. As a result, it's going to not make money for the house because instead of us dealing a hand, we're doing all these cleaning things. So you know, we're not dealing as many hands, which means we're not raking many pots, which means the house is not making any money. 
which means that, okay, well, people in the, in the upper, like, are going to think, well, poker's not making any money for us. So, you know, let's just get rid of it. Yeah, but but I know that as far as, like, the casinos, they're, they're only going to have, like, 50% occupancy for at a time, which I don't know how they're going to deal with it because the casinos in Vegas, there's, like, seven, eight different ways to get into a casino. I don't know how they're going to track 50%, 50% capacity. I know they're going to put, like, like glass between like um, slot machines and, and like i think it's every other slot machine will be open i mean yeah then of course the the four-handed poker there's like three-handed blackjack you can play six at a craft table so it's gonna be uh different <laughs> when they do oh. when they do decide to roll it out it'll just be so different just to see like in real life just to see vegas yeah. in that way compared to what it's I mean, usually I've like I mean, the buzz in, in Vegas is always everyone having a good time, having fun. But you know, it's going to be people going to come here, and they're not they're they're going to be more worried about getting uh, getting sick or this this some guy next to his coffin. And you know, when you're walking in the, through a casino, you're trying to like, avoid people. It's just the 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 fun part of Vegas. It's going to be, I think, gone for a while. But who knows? Just lastly, Ronnie, with um your experience being there with um, in Vegas for 15 years. So would this be the only time that you've seen Vegas shut down for this long? Yes. Um, I know during uh, 9-11, the, they said that, I wasn't here for that, but people at work had told me that, yeah, this the city was a ghost town for like like maybe a week or two weeks or so, but it, it pretty much recovered, you know. But this, this is like a different, this is a different animal. Mm -hmm. This is something we would never come across you know people still don't know anything about the virus so it's you know people still hear say rumor whatever and people get the facts disjointed so you know just there's a lot of uncertainty well i hope that vegas will the the whole world we all get back to some um normality as they say but vegas i've seen photos and just other vloggers as well, Ronnie, and just seeing the strip so bare and you could probably hear a pin drop. Like it's just like someone's just washed <laughs> like everything away <laughs> and it's just clear. Like you don't see or hear nothing. Have you been walking? Yeah, like I, I, I've seen you with your vlogs, but as you go through, that must be like a, that must be a weird feeling too. It was a weird feeling. I, I always think I'm gonna see like Will Smith come out with a uh, with a machine gun or something <laughs> right in the middle. Of, where is everybody at? Where where are you? Like it feels like come a out, really come bad, out. like yeah, it feels like a really bad action move, apocalypse action movie with Will Smith in there or something. That's how it feels, but it's it feels like it, it's real life. It's the way it is right now. So it's you know it's grim, yeah. but um, I'm sure we'll get back to the way Vegas was, you know, pre-COVID. It just might take a while, um, but you know Vegas has been through a lot, and it always recovers. You know, er, er, anything bad happens in Vegas, we always recover because ultimately people still there's still an aura about Las Vegas. People still want to come to Las Vegas, so eventually they'll all come back. When I'm not sure, but I think eventually we'll all be back to normal, and we'll, we'll, like we'll be a partying up. <laughs> I, I know when <laughs> Vegas really opens. It's probably the biggest party in the world. So we're looking forward to that here. Oh, that'll be awesome. I'll be there. <laughs> I can hardly <laughs> wait for the gates to open. I've already booked my ticket on there. <laughs> we'll so, be glad to have you. 
Oh, thanks, Ronnie. And we'll have a drink together, that's for sure. <laughs> so just to wrap things up, Ronnie, we um, are you ready to take on 60 seconds with Queen Bee? Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. Okay, clock's on. Your favourite go-to quarantine snack? Uh, turkey. Turkey, turkey slices. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite pro player, poker player? My favourite poker player is probably, I would say, wow, um, I would say Daniel Negreanu. Oh, high five. That's an extra drink for you. He's my favourite too. <laughs> uh, so preference, day or night on the strip? Night. Definitely night. <laughs> you like the lights. So which, yeah, which pro player have you not dealt to and but would like to deal to? I would like to deal to Johnny Chan. Nice choice. Well, who have you dealt to? Uh, as far as was the list too long? Anybody? As in pro I, I, players. I've dealt to a lot of, yeah, pro, pro players. You know, I, I deal low limits, so I'd really see. But I, I remember, um, what's the guy's name? I can't remember his name, but he, he finished like fifth in the uh, main event. And I can't think of his name. And he um, he used to play in our book room before he became famous. So he, he when he, after the, the main event, he actually came by the poker room. He bought in all his friends for all like our small little $60 poker tournament. There was maybe oh, cool. 30 of them. And it was like, the, it was so fun. <laughs> that would have been was, cool. Like, that's they're incredible. Because, you know, these guys play for like millions of dollars and they're playing a $6 tournament and seem like just having just having a good time. Rebuy, rebuy, rebuy. Rebuy, rebuy. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they, were, they were so nice. They were so nice. They were super, super nice. Like, I can't think of his name. <laughs> That'll be for our next show, all right. Okay, then, well, thanks again. Wishing you all the best. But we will keep in touch with further updates on the Vegas um, COVID-19 for 2020. But I just want to tell the audience also um, to make sure to go and follow and subscribe to Ronnie's YouTube channel, which is called Ronnie Bizzle TV. So make sure you go check that out on YouTube. And again, thanks, Ronnie. It's been a pleasure. And we will talk again soon. Thank you for having me. Hope to uh, we can do this again. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and also give it a rating. If you want more Poker Buzz, head to our website, pokerbuzz.com.au, where you can also find more news and information on the poker industry around the world. You can also join us and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And that's a good place to leave us a comment, a suggestion, or just let us know your thoughts. We'll have another episode from The Hive next week. Until then, I'm Sula. Thanks for listening to the Poker Buzz podcast. Buzz for now. Yeah.